come in. <laughs> so have you ever lived next to the girl next door not a girl next door not a girl next door but the girl next door the girl next the door the girl next door i the wish girl. but I've, I've never even never lived next to a girl it's not always, one it's always it's like a total sausage fest man my whole life my mom should never hook me up with any uh possibilities there's too many men in your life bad way. yeah too many men in my life. Actually, when I moved to Wilson, PA, back in like sixth grade, uh, there was the a girl next door. She was kind of she was a twin, but she wasn't a, the with, girl with next a guy. Door. No, she was kind of a scumbag. Both of them. So I steer clear. Well, welcome back to the Last Row Podcast. I am here with my very good friend Badway, as always. Hello, my name is Drew. We want to welcome all new listeners. For those that do not know, this is a podcast where we watch movies that might not have been loved by the critics, find their silver linings, and fill in the blanks that the movie writers might have left out. They better know by now. <laughs> If you're looking to keep in touch with us, you can hit us up on our website at thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at thelastrowpod, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. We're also on Google+. Leave us some comments on the SoundCloud player. And as always, if you enjoy the show, please head out to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We can't stress enough how much this helps us. We've had so many great people leave us reviews already. We appreciate all of the feedback. And I know we mentioned our voicemail line. We actually got a voicemail this week from a loyal listener named Dave. Uh, stick around to the end of the show. We'll play that on the way out. But uh, we got some great insight into double clutching. Yeah. I like to pick, in my mind, I just pictured we got a call, like Janine and Ghostbusters. <laughs> we got one! <laughs> that was our first one. So we got one. <laughs> we want to thank Dave for calling in and leaving us the voicemail. Stick around. We'll play that on the show for you. Uh, like I said, great great insight into double clutching. But um, with that, let's just jump right into it. We uh, are doing The Girl Next Door. And uh, not not the girl next door, the horror movie, and I'm sure not the girl next door, the porno or the Lifetime movie. Yeah. I'm sure there's one of those. <laughs> I'm sure the boy next door, girl next door with Emil Hirsch and Alicia Cuthbert. Fifty five percent Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb six point eight percent. It was actually uh, recommended to us from a listener named Andrew. Thank you. Um, he wrote in and uh, he actually said it was a guilty pleasure, which uh, no, not a guilty pleasure. It's a good movie. Why don't you <laughs> embrace it? It's did a great learn, movie. Did we learn nothing from my Fast and Furious rant last week? <laughs> it's a great movie. Stop. No, no more guilty pleasures. Just accept what you like. Just be yourself, man. Anyway, 18-year-old Matthew Kidman, played by Emil Hirsch, is a straight arrow overachiever who has never really lived life until he falls for his new neighbor, the beautiful and seemingly innocent Danielle, played by Alicia Cuthbert. Alicia or Elisha? I Alicia? always thought it was Alicia. 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 Elisha? Eloja. Eloja. When Matthews discovers this perfect girl next door is one time porn star, his sheltered Whoa, watch existence. The, watch the hard language there. Prawn star, sorry. <laughs> his sheltered existence begins to spin out of control. Ultimately, Danielle helps Matthew emerge from his shell. I like cocoon better. <laughs> it's cocoon. And discover, and discover that sometimes you have to risk everything for the person you love. He became a butterfly and yes. floated off to Georgetown. Isn't that better than emerging from the shell? Yeah, Shell, that's not as descriptive. He flew out of his cocoon. As always, we like to roll with some Rotten Tomatoes reviews, and I think from now on, you know, you, you said this to me, let's just start picking on Peter Travers. He seems to be a little harsh with these movies that we tend to enjoy, so, yep. you know. That's it, let's do it. Tell us what he said. Peter writes about The Girl Next Door. What if you were a horny high school geek and a porn star moved in next door? Your answer will surely outwit anything in this cut-rate risky business. One out of four stars. I don't... First off, I don't think that's very fair. No. Second off, I've never actually seen Risky Business. Now, I know we run a movie podcast here, yeah. and I haven't seen that, and we always talk about Tom Cruise makes great movies. I'm yeah. sure it's good. We'll have Probably. to watch it at some we point. We all know the scene with the underwear and the... Yeah, the broomstick broom or whatever. Stick. But having said that, I think the similarities are a lot more towards weird science yeah. based on what I read of the synopsis of Risky Business. Now, again, I haven't seen it, so maybe we're wrong. Yeah. But I thought this was more like weird science. Um, so, so let's just jump right into it. Let's do a little bit of a character analysis and uh, we can talk some about some of the plot points in a minute, but what do you think of Matthew Kidman? Is this Emil Hirsch's greatest role of all time besides Alpha Dog? No, we're going to have to go with Alpha Dog as, as a number one, <laughs> the stunning, uh, Justin Timberlake, Aaron Yelich, a a El Anton, a Anton Yelich. Oh, uh, no. is it, isn't he in the Terminator Salvation movie? Sure is. <laughs> Not very good in that, is he? I don't know. Is he John Connor? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, he's one of them. Who knows? It's either him or Kyle Reese. Yeah. Right anyway. <laughs> what did you think of what did you think of Emil Hirsch in this movie? Did you like him? Oh, he did a good job. I mean, he's not the, he's not actor of the year or anything like that, but 
He played. For, he played a pretty good guy on E. Yeah, he did. And as for, as for, for uh, geeky teen, I guess he did all right. Would you be friends with somebody like this in high school? Were you friends with someone like this in high school? No, and I'll tell you what. I have nothing against his stereotype, quote air quotes. But I feel like I personally wouldn't be friends with Matthew Kidman in this movie here because I don't know. He's a smart kid and he seems like a nice guy, but deep down, I think he was kind of a dick. A yeah, he kind of was. And, you know, he just had this dream of getting into Georgetown. Yeah. He's got to get this scholarship because if he doesn't get the scholarship, he can't go into Georgetown. Let me ask you, has he not heard of the FAFSA? FAFSA? <laughs> he Did he not fill one out? He must not, he must not know where the guidance counselor's office is. You know, I mean, shouldn't somebody be helping this guy out? Be like, look, if your dream is to go to Georgetown, it's your ultimate dream. They got they got some financial aid. Yeah, you can it, get some student loans. It's a movie trope to where it's like it's it's a plot point where it's like oh I just I gotta go to school but I gotta pay for it. How am I gonna pay for it? Well, I can't go to school now because I can't pay for it. Did he only apply to Georgetown and that was it? No other school. He had no backup. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's Georgetown or bust. He wants to become president. I guess you can't be president unless you go to Georgetown. It's well, like I mean, it a, is it's on, like a rule or something. It is on the ticket. Yeah. You know, every president's going yeah. to Georgetown. Right. It's, he in is wa- the cl- it's in Washington, D.C., so it's like, yeah. where else? You, you, you can't. You can't be president if you don't go there. I mean, he's on his way to becoming president. He's yeah. the class president. Yes. Would you vote for this guy? See, I don't know. Like, where's he get? A lot of the times, it's a popularity contest. Not very popular in school. And I say that he's a dick. I, I, I fashion that in my mind. He doesn't really show it in the movie. Right. But he has two very close friends, but he's always daydreaming about wanting more. Wanting more, wanting to be with the popular crowd, wanting to skip school. Why don't you just appreciate what you have? You got some good friends here. You got your two good friends. You got nice cl- parents. Yeah. They got nice parents, good grades. You want more out of life? You want to have fun? I'm sure he has fun. Why, why you got to go there? And they show that scene of him, you know, rallying the troops in the, in the, the gymnasium. Yeah. And, you know, it didn't seem like he had much fanfare. How the heck did he get elected? Was it like, a you know, the turnout wasn't very good? I know, maybe, maybe, maybe Sam Young had something to do yeah. with that. His his uh, Cambodian project student, the dude that everybody wants to yeah. to bang. Quote maybe they, 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 he might have he might have rallied that home, and you know, obviously the students took it another weird and disrespectful direction. But that was his platform. <laughs> that must have been his platform, and he rolled with it, uh, even knowing that they were making fun of him. But he, I question his moral fiber. That he didn't decision. run. He didn't run on no homework on Thursdays. No. I'll put more soda machines. Soda in the machines school. is always a classic move. And I'll add more soda machines. Yeah. We could have more Mountain Dew in between class. You can wear hats indoors you can chew gum that's those are always the basics. Chew gum in class you chew know you don't class. have to wear your id anymore yeah, yeah all the high school tropes another thing i liked about this movie and which deals with kidman pretty much uh, specifically is is the fake out in movies where he has like this dream sequence and you don't know it's a dream until you get like the wake up moment like the the gasp it's <gasps> too late that moment there yeah where the one where he's um he's dreaming about cutting school and he goes and has a uh, pretty much a drag race with a cop and the cop ends up dying in a brutal oh, scene yeah. only to find out that he never went anywhere like he's just thinking br- about it yeah. his brains went through the windshield yeah. <laughs> i was actually pretty convinced that that yeah. was real there daydreams were um or danielle his the girl next door um was with his parents after he found <laughs> out that she's a porno star she starts doing sexual things with them it's all in his head yeah i like the fake out where you don't know it's a fake out until it's until it's shown to you the old philly fake out I'm a fan of that well, which may, leads me to believe, and this is a wild theory of mine here, that the entire movie is a fake out because it's so unrealistic that he would have the guts to do a lot of what these things that it, that it takes him to do. That there's a scene where he first sees the girl and yeah. he kind of trips over a garbage can, looking at her, you know, as any man would as in any that man situation. Would, yeah. well, Alicia Cuthbert, Elisha, <laughs> <laughs> Eliza. So it leads me to believe that I feel like the movie would have been better served if you go through the whole entire movie, everything that happened as one unrealistic thing after another happens, comes back and, oh, it's a fake out and he's still taking the trash out back on that one scene. <laughs> wouldn't that would that be a nice little tie up? with a concussion. Yeah. You know, I, I do have the DVD here. We have it sitting. It's, a, it's one of those annoying double-sided DVDs where it's like, <laughs> oh, do side A for this, do side B for that. Wide screen, full screen. But it's never the same. Like, yeah. you know, when you, you put side A in, with, yeah. is it is it with the side A up? Is, is it, it up it or down? down? And the DVD companies never got together on this. So no. Some of them had the opposite meetings. And it's right? one of the most annoying things. Like, I I almost don't like it. It's <laughs> it's annoying. So I'd rather have two DVDs. Yeah. I know they're trying to save some money here. Right. But, you know, double-sided, at least say put this side up for that. <laughs> it doesn't even say that. It's, it's, it's back in the day, man. 
Um, so it would be an altered ending, I guess. Yeah. Is what you're we'll have at. to check the DVD for that because, yeah. you know, if it's an altered ending or a deleted scene or something, you know, I, I think that there's commentary. We, yeah. we have to check that one out. Um, but, you know, I, I, we kind of talked about this a little offline too, and I know we're skipping around already, but, you know, he wants to be the president. That's his goal in yeah. life is to be president. And you, you posed this question to me earlier. Can, can this guy have, have a porn star girlfriend or former porn star girlfriend, yeah. if he becomes president. I feel like, uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> you can't. In the notes, we just have bold yeah. and caps, nope. You can't. There's skeletons in your closet that are going to be dug up. Now, I personally don't have a problem with the profession of Me of, uh, of an adult film star or an adult actress. You do what you want with your life. It's fine by me. There's nothing illegal about it. But in the, in the political world, if you're running for president, you got a bush running up against you. Yeah. They're going to dig that up and they're going to throw it in your face. Now, and whether it's right or wrong or not, there's a lot of people that will, will rabble, rabble, rabble against you because of that fact. Yeah. Even though it has nothing to do with your qualifications. Right. Or her background. Yeah, it doesn't, like, like I said, it doesn't matter, but it'll come up and there's a lot of people that will vote against you strictly for that fact. Can't yeah. have it. Can't take that risk. I agree with you. And, and it's unfortunate that that's the case, yeah. but, uh, you know, the stigma is, the stigma is real. Yep. So he's got a couple of friends, one named Klitz. And let's, let's be serious, they wrote that for the with joke. With a K and with a Z. A, with a K and a Z. And Eli. Uh, I read on IMDb, a little fun fact, that Eli was modeled off of Eli Roth, the character. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Well, Is he like that in, in person? He's an expert in the, in the pornography business? I don't, I I don't, don't maybe, know. Maybe he skipped film school. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. But this dude has aspirations of becoming you know, an adult film star, di- adult film director. He's a bit of a creep. We don't know much about Klitz, do we? He's just kind of there. Well, Eli's more fleshed out than Klitz. Klitz is kind of like the third wheel, the third leg of the tripod, if you will. And <laughs> he's just kind of, he's just there. He's in there for the joke. It's almost like the name, the joke, you know? Yeah, really, it's, it's the name. That's about it. So uh, Eli, <laughs> is a, we get to find out, is an avid adult film collector. A, um, a he's kinda, like too much a connoisseur if you will he's like right? a professional connoisseur so he's sitting there he's you know he'll he'll be on the phone with you it'll be on in the background he'll throw it on when you're at his house you don't like it he says learn to love it is is that let me ask is that a violation if i was to put that on right now i would us just sitting here watching I would that say, what are you doing man <laughs> but I, if i told you to learn to love it would you be able to go with it like how deep is our friendship go? i'd probably say i gotta go <laughs> yeah. i'm just gonna put this mic down yeah. right now i'm gonna get up yeah. i don't think this is uh for uh, me something came up i have to go not <laughs> came up but you know their level of friendship was pretty deep i thought they handled it pretty well you know like a couple of them said i'm uncomfortable with this yeah. he's like just it, just go with it like, it's just eli being eli and maybe if that was you back in 10th grade or whatever yeah. 11th grade maybe i would have learned to like it i don't know Maybe you wouldn't have been to, friends with me learn to we, deal with it but maybe i'd have been like who's this creep i don't know we might not be here now, yeah. right now doing this podcast but yeah, I think that's a violation. I, it's a little uncomfortable. Where, where does he get his hats from? He's got a lot of adult like production company hats. Like he's got a vivid hat. Like where do you order that? This he also is... has this symbol that I believe is from another porno company. I don't know the name <laughs> off the top of my head, but it's like clearly like where does he get? Does he send away from him? Does he have memberships? He, he mailed out UPC codes from the from the <laughs> DVD boxes yeah. that he was collecting. I don't know. Does he watch it for pleasure or research? Because He's aspiring no. director. The way they, they they view it when he's watching it, it's he's like he's not aroused. He's, he's certainly analyzing. not he's certainly not into it like in that sense. I feel like he's really looking at the angles. He's looking at the production quality. But he there's a couple scenes where he's a little into it. Oh, he's a little yeah. into it. And he was breathing a little heavy on the phone when when <laughs> he was breathing a little heavy. You know, and he's like when when Emil Hirsch tells him about the girl next door, the girl next door, he's like, What channel do you do? Where is she? Is she yeah, hot? Well, but they're cutting to him, and he's not—he's yeah. not doing anything. I mean, this he's is rated clothed. R. This is an NC seventeen. He's like, clothed. If if this was, you know, let's say, on a, on a, on another channel, yeah, would it would he have been taking it a little further? Eh, no, it's not his character. Not that like we want to see that. I but. feel like he's he's in it strictly for the for the angles. And I think the most unrealistic part of this film is that it's not unrealistic because I think it gets to it. But the fact that he hung out with Danielle a little bit. They hung out, they yeah. they partaked in activities, you yeah. know, purely, purely plutonic activities, sure. plutonic activities, excuse they went me. Went to a party. They went to a party, hung out with some high school bros, <laughs> and he, that that was the broiest party I've ever seen. It was pretty bro-y, you yeah. gotta admit that. It was a straight up frat party. I mean, they, they, they were 
just there was a girl that looked like Britney Spears with yeah. a police cap on. It was a frat party for all these. Whose house was that? It was like the White House. Yeah, it did look <laughs> like the White House. It had pillars and everything. Yeah. It was gigantic. But Eli hangs out with him. And again, I know we're glossing through some of the plot, but it doesn't matter. We'll That's the point. It. We'll get back to it. Should Eli have told... He winds up telling Emil Hirsch. Because he's a connoisseur. He knows that this girl's a porn star. I think I've seen this girl before. Yeah. I think I recognize her eyes. Goes through the archives. She's She has a nice figure. Yeah. I think I've seen her before. Is that Athena? Yeah, and he sees it. He brings him into the, the AV club room with the minions and the yeah. people, and he shows him this film. Yeah. Now, is that a violation? Should he have shown him the See, film? That is a very good moral question. What would you do in that situation? Would if, you have shown him? If you know that the girl that you're dating was a former adult film star, would you show it to him? But in all fairness, were I, they dating at this point? They were at the beginning stages. It's something you don't want to ruin. He's infatuated, definitely. Yeah. I, that's a tough question. I would... I believe I would tell. You would. But I wouldn't show it to him next to him. Yeah. That's a little disrespectful. I Yeah, that is definitely a violation. I would... Maybe I'd get the tape and I'd say, here's this tape. You might want to... Please, I watch this when you get home. It's for your own good. What would you do? I I might have done that. I probably would have yeah. told him, be like, look, there's something you got to know. I know this because I'm a connoisseur. Yeah. I've seen her before. She has lovely eyes. You know, I've seen her in a film. You might want to watch this. I guess you can't keep the secret from the guy, but you got to tell him. Well, that kind of guy, like he, he's way too blabber, yeah. blabber mouth to, to keep the secret. But maybe the right maybe the right thing to do is to not tell. It's it's probably did not tell. Yeah, maybe let him find out. Let on him his find own. out on his own. Yeah, because he was really into her. You know, again, I, and he he all of a sudden gets very broy on him and says, "Hey, you got to bang this girl." Yeah, which you know, excuse the language. Well, but, he has no social skills, so he doesn't know what he's talking about. But if you're on the receiving end, would you want to know? Would you Would you want somebody to tell you, "Hey, this girl was in a couple films"? No, here. I would rather not know. I, I would rather someone. I would rather the girl tell me. Right. You know. And I feel like that's probably the disrespectful whatever, Yeah, whatever she's ready to tell me or whatever comes up. And the whole point is we, we find out that she liked Matthew for the way that he looked at her. Yeah. She liked the innocence in his eyes. He was just looking at her because she was beautiful. Yep. Not because of what she did or what she might do to him, you know, given what happens. But that, that leads you to like the whole moral dilemma of the film. And it, and it kind of takes it down this path yeah. of him trying to recover. It's a different movie after that part. Well, let's talk about her a little bit. What, how do you feel about Danielle? Well, the first, thing, the first thing I wrote down when we're talking about Danielle is I wrote the word flip-flopper. She's a flip-flopper. Explain. She, okay, so she graduates high school, uh, we assume, and she goes straight into porn because she probably feels there's nothing else for her. She goes straight into porno after 18. After a year, it's not for me. I'm going to try to move away. I'm going to move back to the suburb, suburbs, start my new life. She starts her new life. She meets the first guy that she sees, and uh, he's kind of he's kind of uh, unsure of himself. Tries to take him under her wing. That goes well for a couple of days, maybe a week. All of a sudden, the guy finds out she's in a porno. He treats her like she's in a porno. She gets mad. All of a sudden, she calls her former producer up, and now she's back on porno again. <laughs> so then she's back on porno again. The guy comes, tries the, the Matthew tries to go back and save her. Hands her a picture of a drawing saying, I know you're better than this, which is kind of a bullshit line in its own right. And then she goes away from porno again. So it's like, it doesn't take much to push this girl from one place to another. How long do you, so we find out she's in, in the industry for what? A year? A year. Yes. Now, what does that constitute? You know, is this like, I'm going all in, I'm going to be in like a hundred films in a year, or is this like, I did one and... Well, you know, I was just kind of taking the tour, the world well, tour sure of the AVN. First, first, you go solo stuff, then you go girl, girl, yeah. then you go girl, boy, then you go GGB, then you go GBB. <laughs> <laughs> I just got all And ABCYXG. <laughs> then you go XYZ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm like torn on it because I wonder, like, you know, when she's at the convention, which we'll get to later, you know, she has a lot of fans. Now, maybe yeah. this is just, hey, we saw this girl. I was infatuated with her. She's pretty hot. You know, she's the one I, I like. I need yeah. to find more films on. Well, her. that's why like all the producers like the we we meet the very um, illustrious Hugo Posh is another one another of my producer. favorite characters. Yeah, and he tells her, "Hey, you've only been in the game for a year, and everyone knows your name. You're so popular. Why don't you come onto my side where the air is crisp? Come up up yeah. with me." <laughs> now, another popular theory that I have 
is not only is this a flash uh, a flash forward or whatever you were saying before, excuse yes. me, about um, Emil Hirsch bumping his head. Yeah. If you're fans of, of 24 like we are, you'll recognize that this yes. is Jack Bauer's daughter. It's Kim Bauer. It's Kim Bauer. Now, if you'll remember in one of the seasons, there was a, there was a little bit of a falling out that Jack had with, with his daughter, well, absolutely. Kim. What if, I mean, they're in California. Yeah, a little cross, little cross uh, promotion here. What if, you know, what if she went off and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of pissed at my dad. How do you rebel at your dad? What's the best way to do you it? You go into the industry. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, it seems to be like a, a popular theme, right? I mean, is this a side story that when Jack and her had a falling out between <laughs> seasons? I mean, yeah. what would Jack Bauer do yeah. if he found Look, out that this is real? All we see in a season of 24 is 24 hours. Yeah. So there's a lot of time that we don't know what happened. In between. She gets different haircuts. She comes back a different point of view. She's a little sassier. She's got more chutzpah, if you yeah. will. I mean, she she has to find a job it's at a the end of this year. movie. Yeah. She she had to get, you know, maybe she decided to try something new. Yeah. Get, go they, into the industry. The only downside is, is the, 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 the real set. this Kelly character that we'll talk about, <laughs> Timothy Oliphant's character, the, so the scummy poor producer, her dad, man. Oh, he would murder him. He'd be him. all over that guy. He'd he be would, over. He would torture yeah. him to death. That's the only thing. He'll be done. I would like to say the things that he would do, and he might cut some things off that were not fingers. <laughs> this is Jack Bauer we're talking about. Yeah, the original Taken. But Jack do, you, Bauer. do you think that? Do you think that she really liked Matthew? I mean, we touched on it a little bit here. What What was her infatuation with him? Do you think it was just the innocence? Yeah, I feel like it would. I I still feel like it's a it's a wishy washy relationship. I feel like it's like the ultimate. I'm gonna go from one extreme to the other. Yeah. And oh, this is the complete opposite of my former life. I'm going to meet this very, he's, he's still in high school. He's impressionable. He's down on his luck because he feels like he has an experienced life. So I'm going to, I'm going to show him what it's like to live life. You know? Do you think they would stay together after the film's over? No. Because like, maybe she would realize like, Hey, this guy is a little too green for yeah. me. I feel like they could both, for lack of a better word, use each other to kind of gain experiences. But Ultimately, they they would drift apart because they're two different people. It's, it's just not a good match. Yeah, she's not a stayer. She's a goer. She's good, she's a doer. She's going to experience other life, other things in life. And, and you kind of hit on it, but I feel like she would get bored after a while. Like yeah. you know, I mean, she was pushing him to his limits to do things, kind of like uh, Lisa from Weird Science, as we said before. Right. You know, she makes him skinny dip in the pool, the principal's pool, or right. somebody's pool that it was. She makes him run naked run down naked the street. Down the street. Another fun fact: Emil Hirsch was a was a minor at the time of this so they had to use stunt ass so you know it was some other 17 year old boy's ass (laughs) someone who had more less dignity but uh actually uh, yeah and and she took her to the high school party yeah which is the you know stereotype scene where they would never like they were all very nervous to go there they shouldn't be there and they're not there she really she took him out of the comfort zone. Very Lisa Weird Science-esque. Yeah, and that dude was was chatting her up. Do you think maybe he was more her style? Hunter, the guy yes. who I think he's on like Which, One Life to Live or yeah, something? Yeah, and, and the, the very uh, a turning point scene is where he's had enough and he sees him chatting her up and he just goes and he takes her and he kisses her. That's like the point where if he didn't do that soon enough, maybe she would go for the other guy. It's the type of thing. You got to take action. And maybe it was, a te- it was a test that she was giving him. I have one more burning question for you. Yep. You know, again, not to skip around, but the scene where she was in the hotel room with him after he found out what her previous profession was. He got the bourbon. <laughs> he got, you know, he, he just likes to rock. He took the advice of Eli, which was the worst idea, uh, worst advice you could ever get. I mean, that was like ultimate facepalm for me as I'm watching this. I'm like, yeah. dude, don't screw this up. So, she likes you, man. So in a nutshell, Eli's advice to him was she's a porn star. Get her drunk, take her to a sleazy motel, and have sex with her. That's what she wants. Do you think that... So do you think she would have done it? That's my burning question. Now, do you think that she was actually going to do it and as a kind of a, if this is what you think I am, then you know what, here it is, and I'm I'm out? So she gets on the bed, she starts to disrobe, and she's basically egging him on, saying, oh, this is what what you brought me here for, right? Let's do this. Let's go ahead. And he starts getting nervous. He does the zipper flap thing on his jacket. Nice, nice room. Is yeah. this a Monet? Yep. He gets all, he turns back into the real Matthew Kidman. He gets all shy because she's, she's big league at him at this point. Yeah. She's, but do you she's think, putting the pro moves on. And that's what I was going to say. Do you, do you think it was kind of like a, like, hey, I dare you. And, and then it was, a, it was going to be a moment of F you. I'm not this. Yeah. I, this isn't who I am. I think she's daring him. And if he took her all that dare, 
I feel like I feel like she would have caved and had sex with you him. You think she would have? And then it would have been the end of their relationship. She would have been gone out of his life back to Las Vegas. I feel like I don't I don't think she would have done it. You don't it. think she would Personally, have? I don't think she would have done it. I think it was more of a kind of a F you to him. Like, if this is what you think I am, let me yeah. let me make you feel bad about it. Because she saw that he was clearly ridiculously uncomfortable. Yeah. And, you know, he again, he he, he went back to the green high school. Right. I'm a high school senior. I, I've haven't I haven't really done too much nuts stuff, you know, yeah. as he said <laughs> earlier in the movie. Um, you know, I think I don't think he would have I don't think she would have done it. Okay. That's I'll, just I'll me. agree to disagree. I mean, the, the way the movie stretches out, he didn't do it and it was he, that makes him a redeemable character. I feel like if he does do it, it's irredeemable and it's over and she would have fled back to Porto Valley. I'll tell you who would who would have done it. Who would have done it? Oh, my man. <laughs> my, be the man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the man himself. Better for me. <laughs> Kelly. Kelly the man. Timothy Oliphant plays this character marvelously. One of oh, my yeah. favorite side characters in any movie. I mean, we, we used to quote this guy all the time. Oliphant, I mean, by himself, he, he's a good side character. He's awesome. I haven't seen uh, Justified. It's, it's on my really list good. of things to see. But he's he's another guy. He's good at everything he does. A lot of times he's a side character, and he always plays the hell of his roles. I mean, this dude, he's hanging out in high school parking lots, scoping yeah. out the talent. He comes into town in, like a tornado of sexual, <laughs> sexual, prowess. sexual prowess. He is. I mean, is that what producers do in California? Do they just go hang out in the high school parking lot? Is that yeah. legal? I Are think, they allowed? I feel like every one of those... See, there's two types of, of, of the porno producers. There's the Kelly <laughs> Timothy Oliphant porn producer. The scumbag the scumbag sleazeball ones. And there's Hugo Posh, who does it through... Does it from an office table. He has pe- he has scouts yeah. to go out and bring them to him, and then he will vet them and see if they're worthy of his movies. But yeah, this type of guy, Kelly, every, he looks at every woman he sees. and He sees the potential. Can I use her? <laughs> He sees the potential. Yeah, does she have potential? He's a visionary. Yeah. That's what he does. So, yeah. The I mean, birders, if you will. Th- as, he, as he marvelously said. I mean, yeah. so, you know, about Kelly, I, he comes in and obviously Matthew's feeling super uncomfortable. You know, he, he's like, oh, what happened? Did you guys date before? It, you know, they dated or whatever. Do you think that, that Kelly was trying to actually be his friend? I do. I really do think he was trying to take, he felt bad for him, tried to take him under his wing. He took him to... Uh, <laughs> To where? He took him to the strip club. The strip club where he met Mr. Yeah. Peterson. He, and what he's doing, it's twofold. He, he feels sorry for him. So he's trying to like show him a good time, trying to ease him off of, of, off of Danielle. And also, he is also trying to big league him and trying to say, hey, this is not your speed. You're, you're out of this kid. league, dude. Yeah, with the cigars and the, and the alcohol and the strip club, trying to make him uncomfortable on purpose to say, hey, you know, you're a nice kid, but this isn't your life. Yeah, and I think maybe maybe that was the thing. It's like, look, I, if I can distract this dude, help him find some other girl. Yeah, you know the three girls in the parking lot where he was trying to scope them out. Yeah, he was, he was actually to, like, he was trying to up. hook up the, the the three kids with some some of the more popular girls yeah. just by doing. He's a ladies' man, throwing out some weed that he yeah. planted on Clit's backpack. Yeah, you know who's got the killer bud? <laughs> this effort right, right here. here. I mean, oh, he yeah. was he was awesome. Yeah. You know what else I love that he does? He does the double finger point. That's intense. It's almost like a gun. Like, you point your finger at somebody, it's it's kind of like a, you know, an intense type of thing. But he does the index slash middle finger double point. <laughs> and, it, like, it almost cuts through you when he it does is. it. It is. It's powerful, know? man. It's a powerful thing. Yeah. We we, we kind of compared him a little bit to, to Hugo Posh. But, you know, Hugo Posh Productions is, as you said, a very prestigious name. Yes. Like, what would the name of... of Kelly's production company be I mean it's yeah. kind of scummy isn't it so yeah Hugo Posh it's kind of along the lines of the higher things like there's other like I'm trying to think of the other Porto uh things is like a uh, vivid like the all yeah the, all the, the guy's hat, hat right Eli's hat is vivid there's another one that's like wicked or something wicked there's like very like very uh it's kind of ambiguous ambiguous alluring names this guy would be the other side. Like if there's like the, the scummy the scummy <laughs> side of, of the Porto world where the actual name is in the title yeah like uh, like the bag bros, if you will, <laughs> dot com. <laughs> so I feel like Kelly would be more of like a like a Kelly's cake or something like that with the INC. Yeah, like Ke- K- Kelly K INC, I, like incorporated. Yes, but it's looking at it. It reads Kelly cake. Kelly kink. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, do you have one? Yeah, like, how about, he called these couple of girls burners. Yeah. What about, like, burners.com? <laughs> burners. But, like, with a B-E-R-N. Yeah. you gotta like spell burn. it wrong. You have yeah. to, that's a key. You have to spell it wrong. That would work. Burners.com. The whole history of, of Posh versus Kelly is interesting to me. Essentially, you find out that 
Posh stole his idea. He had this this idea that, you know, he can't control. Sometimes these ideas just come to him. They come to him. But he had this idea of filming these these adult films in real life scenarios, you know. It seems yeah. like it's been done before. It's been done a million times. It's been right. done before. But, you know, this wasn't patented. Why didn't he right. just do it himself? He's like, oh, he took my idea. I can't do it. Because they think he's, a, he's think- a genius. He's a thinker. He's not a doer. This he's Kelly a- guy is a little lazy. All right. He's a thinker. Yeah, it, it just it just seemed stupid. Like he's a guy without execution. Like he should have just done it. He could just yeah. do it himself. As we find out later on in the movie, he gets burned again by Posh because he didn't act on his ideas. You just got to act on them. You got to do it. it to, to sum up the movie at this point, you know, essentially what happens is Emil Hirsch falls in love with this girl. He screws it up because he tries to treat her like a porn star. Yes. You know, and she calls up Kelly. Like you said, she's a flip flopper. She yep. brings him back into town. Yep. She winds up going to the convention. Matthew's like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta save her. I gotta save her from from what she shouldn't be doing. Yep. So that takes us to to the to the convention. Yeah, the Porto convention, the the, the AVN awards, if you will. <laughs> and um, what I want to know is, so he goes to he goes to he sees her on stage and her finds out her name is Athena. And she's with two chases other, her down. Yeah, two other girls. They're they're sitting there. They're kind of posing while fans are asking for autographs, asking to talk to her. But they're all saying Athena, Athena, Athena. So Matthew walks up like a sobbing little kid. He's like, that oh, he Danielle, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Danielle, talk to me. How much of a violation is it to call either a stripper or a porno girl's name by her real name? Listen, I'm going to bring this back to something more grounded, too. Something yeah. that's grounded to our life. You don't walk up to Batman and be like, hey, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. What's up, man? <laughs> hey, Bruce. Bruce, you were the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. You know, you're like Superman. Clark, yeah. you're the best thing. Iron Man. Tony Stark, oh, you're the best thing that ever happened do, to me. Do you, do you walk up to Hulk Hogan and say, hey, Terry, how you doing, bro? Terry Boella. How you doing, Terry? Wait, what's Triple H's name? Yeah. You said this before. Uh, I was like, Paul. Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul, you... You're the best thing that you ever happened to me. You great at WrestleMania, Paul. It's like, you, Paul, you, you look s- like a creep. You're, you're a creep. Now, I mean, either he's going to be confused with a super fan that yeah. writes her Wikipedia page or yes. Boobapedia, whatever the heck the website is. for. <laughs> That's got to be Boobapedia. <laughs> whatever the website is for, for these things. That, you know, we look up a wikis. Why didn't we look this up? Yeah, there's there's got to be a wiki for this. There's got to be a portopedia or there's something a, like that. You know, adult wiki. Wikiportia. Some type of uh, pornocopia. Something whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, did he... These guys are going to confuse him with the guy that authored her right. Boobapedia page. Yeah. Those guys are there just there for a good time, so which segue to this question now. What types of what type of people are going to these conventions? This place is packed. Now listen, I've never been. Yeah, but I'd be lying if I said that I wouldn't go just out of curiosity. Say if we, if we had been lived on the, on the West Coast, all that's right? what I if mean. We had been lived there. I would go out of curiosity. Yeah. I'm not claiming to be a porno expert by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but it is an interesting. It's an interesting. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's a couple of years ago, they had it on G4. You know, yeah. we like I watched yeah. kind of like a fly on the wall. Right. It's, you know, I mean, it's not constantly nude people walking around banging right. each other. I yeah. mean, it, the industry is. Yeah. I feel like it's an intriguing thing because it's a world that I don't really know much about. Yeah. The, the sex industry, it's, it's 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 an industry that is just very fascinating. And I'll admit it right here. There's a show on HBO called Cat House. Yeah, we, we talked about this we before. before. The show. It's about the cat house in uh, Las Vegas. It's like it's a, it's legal a brothel. brothel. I'm not watching it for the sexual situations. It's interesting to watch how a how a, how a woman negotiates a price with a guy. They yeah. actually show the negotiation. Well, because it's a world that that again we yeah. I don't really know much about. I, yeah. I we don't know much about and they, that. And they have the owner on there. His name is Dennis, I think. Yeah, Dennis. Yeah. Uh, I forgot whatever his last, his last name. name is. It doesn't matter. But like the, the he's like the 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 main pip there, and he's like it's all legal, and it's kind of an interesting world. It's it's a real world. That, I want to know more about these types of worlds. And that's how I feel about about this. Like right. now these guys it's the same went. Thing. Now, the guy, Eli, was out of his mind excited. He just, yeah. he was so happy to be there. You know, they, they pose themselves as directors. Yeah. These are directors, directors, man. They get in, and I think you made a really funny point about this. They're carrying a video camera. Yeah. Now, can you get in there? First off, can you get in there as a minor? I mean, they didn't no. even show an ID. They just first, walked first in. First of all, you have to pay to get into this place. It's like, if they show the door, the people are just flooding in, like, unfettered. Nobody's getting patted down. I'm sure a lot of these guys are very crazy fans that yeah. would not love nothing more than to handcuff these girls and steal them into the Hanging back out of, on Boobapedia. Into the back of their Camaros or whatever. <laughs> but, Author in Boobapedia yeah. pages. I'm not saying all of these people are creeps, just there's a small percentage are creeps. Just people that are just fans, and that's fine. But yeah, you gotta have some credentials to get in this place. You gotta have yourself 
you gotta have a lanyard. You gotta have. You gotta be legit. Show your pass. Show your pass. Exactly. Field pass. Yeah. But these high school kids, they get in, and they're waving around a camera, and they say no photography. But the guy's like, it's cool. It's for my high school yearbook. <laughs> now. <laughs> And he uses that excuse a couple times in this movie to get through to places. That's probably the most ridiculous time yeah. to use it, though. Look, like, yeah, that line must work everywhere. Uh, that's cool. It's from my high school yearbook. Let me through. Uh, that, that line can work everywhere. But you made you made a good point earlier before we started recording. I, I, they paint the and maybe this is the issue with the movie, and maybe Richard Roper or whoever Ebert, you know, have an issue with it. But they yeah. paint the culture as like they're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, they're dumb. They they they're dumb. They're brain dead. They're right. not. I mean, they're real people. Exactly. I mean, yes, they have sex on camera. These people, but they're real people. Yeah, and they're, they're smart ones, and there's dumb ones. Just like there's whatever. They're, they're smart. You, you, your company, I'm sure, wherever you work, I'm not going to say it over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of dumbasses that weaseled their way through to higher positions. I mean, and there's a lot of smart kids that are all the, all the upper level where people don't even have jobs. It happens everywhere. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's part of the problem. And I think maybe that's the issue that people might take with this film. Yeah. Again, it's just a movie, so it's, it's right. fake. But, but they, they, paint, they, they paint the industry as very dumb for the most part. And it's kind of disrespectful. But as you would expect, these, these dudes get into trouble at this yeah. place. They try to pretend that they're producers and... You know, they tell this guy, Mule, who, again, is painted like a big idiot, that they're producers or directors or whatever, and they they, they run away, and on the way out, Emil Hirsch gives this girl the note. You're better than this. Yes. You're better than this. Be yourself. Don't don't fall for the trap. Causes the next, like, just downfall of the whole last third of the movie, where he's in trouble. You know, he's out of money because he committed to this. So, So basically, Kelly blames her... I'm sorry, Kelly blames um, Kidman for Danielle leaving the porno industry yet again. Yet again. He says, oh, we had a shoot lined up. She did show up. That's 30 grand. Isn't you owe me 30 grand, kid. Is, isn't that stuff insured? Like, yeah. you know, if Tom Cruise dies on the set, they got they got <laughs> some, you know, what kind of yeah. operation is this? It's not a once and done type of thing. I mean, what if she came down with the flu? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, what I if know. she had AIDS? Yeah. And not to not to be grim there, but what if she got yeah. AIDS or something? Right. You know, don't they have insurance? Yeah. So basically, Kelly picks him up from school, busts into the school, tells the teacher to shut up, throws a kid off of his car, says, hey, you come with me, kid. Steals Kidman out of school, driving down to Hugo Posh's luxurious mansion. Where was that security guard? Right. Where was the dude? He stared him down. He gave him the gunpoint. He gave him the two double finger point. Yeah. Stared him down. <laughs> so he intimidates him. He tries to... He punches him, smacks him around a little bit, just because... Danielle didn't show up and it's all Kidman's fault in his eye. You owe me 30 grand, kid. So uh, what, what anybody, what any good kid does, and he's a smart kid, tries to negotiate, tries to say, hey, listen, we can make this work. How about a payment plan? I'll mow some lawns. You know, Danielle, do some modeling on the side. Let's get a payment plan going. I'll how, pay you back. Don't kill me. How many, how many lawns would you have to mow Ugh. to make back 30 grand? It only grows so much in one summer, Drew. I mean, this is 2004. I don't know how much people charge to mow lawns no. back then. There's only so many lawns I, I you can mow. I don't, I don't think lands, professional landscapers are, are, are making hand over foot. I'm sure they make a decent living, but can't, you can't pay a guy 30K in one, in one summer, is all yeah, I'm saying. You're not gonna make, yeah, you're not going to make 30K in a summer. Yeah. So he offers, so um, Oliphant offers Kidman, you want a good faith on a down payment? Starts unbuckling his belt buckle, Drew. The ultimate Philly fake out. As if to imply, <laughs> I will return oral sex in favor for a good faith down payment on R30K. Now listen, Drew, we all have student loans. Most of us do. You've got a mortgage, car <laughs> payment. <laughs> Would you go down this road? To clear your debts? 30K? I mean, ah, no, I don't think so. I don't know about 30K, but let's say it's like, you know, you got 80,000 student loans, probably got 150K on the house. I mean, is the loan officer coming to my door and asking me, <laughs> hey, you know what? Starts unbuckling the belt. I'll, you know, I'll give you a good faith. That if they're going to abolish I mean, the debt, maybe I mean, that's, that's a, a different hell of, conversation. That's a but I don't know. Kidman's, he thinks, he, as of right now, he thinks he, the guy might kill me. Do you think he was going to do it? I think he's going to. I, I would, I, <laughs> he had a look on his face, I man. think he might have. He had a twinkle I, in his I eye. I think he might have. But no, because that's the road that his girl went down, Danielle. He's, he, he's he, has to show, he has to show, he has to show, it's restraint. I think he would have done it. 
But long story short, no, I'm not, you know, I got student loans. I'm not calling, I'm not calling up my loan officer and asking them, Hey, come down here. I'll buckle your pants. <laughs> Let's how, make this happen. I'm how, not doing that. How much debt would it take for you to go down that road? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'd have to literally be about to die. I mean, the thing is it, if you didn't do it and you, you default, you know, you eventually go to jail, you might be doing it anyway in jail yeah. or you'd be doing something worse. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a damned if you do, damned yeah. if you don't. You know, yeah. Not, not many of us are lucky to have that option though, right. you know? Good faith estimate there. But anyway, he's just kidding. And all he wants him to do is steal a statue of Hugo Pasha's. We're going to go to Hugo Pasha's mansion and steal a statue. Very phallic statue. Yeah, very, uh, it was a, it was a, it's a golden member, if you will. <laughs> member is an underrated yeah. word, by the way. I feel like that's just an underrated word. I feel like, yeah. I feel like that's something yeah. that would be in, and I haven't read it, but Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sure that they use that word in Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, that, that's in the, in the smut yeah. novel on the, yeah. at the grocery store. Go to Giant. They're talking about members. Talking about members member but anyway he goes makes him steal a statue it's a total joke on him he drugs him with e leaves him on the side of the the cops yeah and meanwhile matthew has to be back in an hour to give a speech on moral fiber in order to get the scholarship in order to go to georgetown he's been practicing this speech since the beginning of the movie i mean when he saw her that's part of why he's falling this is a very important speech this is this was a lead an event that was led up to and now he's screwed because he's on ecstasy right now, unbeknownst to himself. And he's got to find a way. He's already a half hour late by the time his friends pick him up. Let me let, let, me let you in on a little known fact. Yes. It's not very known. This is a shit speech. His <laughs> speech was a piece of shit. His pre-ecstasy speech, you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you read the note cards? The, the one that he wrote, It's not. he's not going to win. Let me quote it. Okay, yeah. I'm going to quote ahead. it for you Go here. Ahead. And it says, this was on the note card. He, this was an actual <laughs> thing he was going to say. Why do I deserve this award? Well, John F. Kennedy once said, what does that have anything to do with any? It's a, ask not what your country does for you, but what you can do for your country. It doesn't fit. Is that going to win an award? Get the hell out of here. I'm it not giving him a scholarship yeah. for that. That's a garbage yeah. speech. I don't know the rest, but it doesn't matter. I heard enough. Get out of here. I'm oh, giving it to that other I, geeky I, guy. I 100% agree. So um, they get the kid dressed. He's in, he's in the car, picks up Danielle and the other members of the tripod, his friends, Clitzy and Eli. Try to snap him out of his, 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 his ecstasy kick. It's not working. Kid's on ecstasy. He has no idea how to handle the drug. He has no idea what's going on. Schmoozing with the folks, touching people, pushing people, whatever. Finally, it comes to his turn to be the speech. He's in no way prepared for the speech. He's high, all right? He's ble- he has blood on his face. So, so what happened, what happened on, on what actually happens when he goes to, he, he abandons his first speech? So the guy before him, the geeky guy, Ryan, whatever yeah. the heck his name was, Ryan, the guy with the red hair, he, he's, he used the JFK line. Yeah, he actually used it in front of him. And, you know, it seemed to be pretty successful for him. But anyway, he gets up there, he literally throws the cards and he says, yeah. F it. Yeah. I, I can't do that. I can't do this. Whatever. I'm just going to go with it. He's just gonna go it. with He's it. He's going to wait it. Just go with yeah. it. That's great advice. Yeah. Okay, buddy. But, I, you know, he gave this inspirational speech about getting the girl. Yeah. Now, you know, I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't a good speech on its own. What the hell does it have to do with moral fiber? <laughs> it has, nothing. It has nothing. The, his speech has nothing to do with moral fiber. Now, I'm bashing this guy. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I still enjoyed the speech. It was a, it was a decent speech, but it was so off topic. And he gets a standing ovation. Did it deserve a standing ovation? No. I thought, again, leads me back to what your point was. He's in his head right now. There's no way that speech would have got a standing ovation. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the scene of Billy Madison <laughs> where they're doing the academic decathlon and he talks about the big red dog. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes on a spiel. It's exactly and everybody that. claps and he's like... And no, none of that was coherent. Yeah. You're all not dumber for having heard that. May God have mercy on your soul. You were one of no points. You know what, though? He won brownie points with a lady. He did. She loved him. Yeah. And she, I mean, she was in love in that moment because yeah. no one's ever really treated her that way. Yeah. And I find that hard to believe, by the way. That, that's another, that's a topic for another day. But I find it hard to believe that she never had anybody treat her nice. Yeah. You really. know, she went into porn. Unfortunately for her, she, she went down that path and, and all this stuff happened. But, you know, she never had a guy treat her nice. You know I, who treats her nice? Who? Hugo Posh. He does. Yeah. Where the air is crisp. Yep. He did treat her nice. Yep. You know, he wasn't making her go in, in a warehouse. She's with the wrong producers. With Kelly Kink Productions yeah. right. or whatever. <laughs> Burners.com. Burners.com. But in a, in a nutshell, I do not think that he deserved a standing ovation. And I also don't believe that a scholarship should be based on a two-minute speech. That's true, too. Well, I do not believe that. Well, they they had the three contestants up there, and I guess it's a body of work, and they were all very successful. But yeah, to boil it down to a two-minute speech, eh, a little iffy. He lost, by the way, so it's not he like did. he won, so. 
But you know what? I'm going back on it. I feel like maybe he should have won. Why should he have won? I'm, I'm going back on it because that other guy was too much of an academic. And you know what? He did demonstrate moral fiber in that he was in you, the world. Yeah, but you have to... The speech had nothing to do with moral fiber. It's zero points. You're right. It's zero points. May God have mercy on his soul. Okay, All he right. fails. <laughs> so after he gives this speech and he loses, and unfortunately for him, he's totally bummed out, wallows into the bank where he's got to pick up the money because as we mentioned before, they he was running this fund to get this guy, this genius Sam Young from Cambodia over to study at his high school in <laughs> California. Don't know why, but... We, now, we didn't say this up at the top, but this Sam Young, the side story of Sam it's Young... Awesome. It's awesome, and, and uh, the way the way these kids treat Sam Young, they I want to do this little kid. It was an awesome little like tiny like tiny joke to put into yeah. the movie. It doesn't have anything to do with anything really. The actor was funny too. Like yeah. I mean, it was totally stereotypical and right. racist, but it was it was funny. So basically, they raised thirty thousand dollars to get this kid Sam Young out of Cambodia so he could study in America. They say he could be the next Einstein. So. And earlier, when he was hanging out with Kelly. He took him to the bank to do whatever. He made a deposit. Yeah. Kelly was schmoozing the bank teller, this yeah. stupid idiot lady. And, you know, he goes back to go pick up this money later because he's got to cash it out because Sam Young's coming. It's time. He's got to get him. He cashes. He goes to cash out. She tells him that Mr. Whatever already got it. He he's already like, cashed the yeah, money like, out. What? Did this woman not think to ask for identification. So based on one meeting she had with a weirdo in a leather jacket in a previous scene, she decided to just hand over $25,000 without identification, without school identification, without Matthew, who was running the account. And this lady is like, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to tell my boss, you're going to be in trouble. Is, 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 is Matthew going to be in trouble? No, she's no. going to jail. She's, she's going to jail. You don't just hand over $25,000. I don't care. $30,000 to to anybody for anything without asking for identification. Dude, can I tell you how, like, oh, man, I almost, I was enraged yeah. at how she tried to pin it on him, man. Yeah. Now, come on, now, like, do your job. There wouldn't there would be no final scene in the movie, but Kidman, all he had to do was call call the cops, call school right away. Hey, this lady gave money to this guy. I know his name. His name's Kelly. He's a poor producer out in Las Vegas. This lady right here gave it to him without any consent, any any um, any kind of ID. That's where the money is. Go get her fired or arrested. Go get him arrested. Let's get our money back. Let's get Sam Young. Call up the damn FDIC, yeah. man. Yeah. It's F insured. It's FDIC insured. This guy stole money. He's going to jail. She's going to jail. She's fired. Movie over. Very simple. But no. He has this moral dilemma where he's dem not demonstrating moral fiber. No. In that, and maybe that's why he lost the scholarship. But he's like in a bind now. What are we going to do? You have to do whatever it takes. What are we going to do? Is the juice worth the squeeze? And right. He decides to go back to Danielle and very cryptically at this point. So if you're watching the movie for the first time, you don't know what they're really planning. It's alluding to the fact that they're going to make a porno. Yes. They meet with uh, Danielle says, I know someone can get us out of this. Sets up a meeting with Hugo Posh. They got an idea for prop. And, you know, he saw you, you could better be able to pull this off. If you can pull this off, we're going to we're going to make money. We're going to make bank. Yep. So, you know, what is the idea? Tell us about what they're actually plotting to do. And let's so, talk about how realistic. This so is. they plan to upgrade the new sex education video. They show in the middle of the movie. They they uh, they foreshadow it by showing the old one from the 70s. Really crappy, really crappy guy gets pregnant during prom and talk. And it's like really like one of those things you fall asleep during during school. So their idea is to modernize it, get some TNA in the video, shoot the thing in the actual school. Did you say actual school? In the actual school, in the hallways, in the in the prom area, in some classrooms where they get some nudity and some of that stuff in there, and they're going to market this to schools that have actually that actually have schools watch this video, right? So, long story short, they they go they get away with it. So they go to the prom. They see the three meatheads who they basically steal away from their prom dates because they're interested because they, they recognize the porn stars when the they walk in. bags from yeah. before with the with yeah. weird, you know, KFC yeah. man ties. Yeah, we went without saying that uh, Klitsy and um, Eli also have porn stars as dates. Yes. Which are Danielle's friends. That they're going to help be that, in yeah, it. Yeah, they're in the movie. So they're running through the halls. They're making noise left and right running through the halls, right? <laughs> the most like, this would be the most chaperoned event in the, in the, yeah. in the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I've seen Boy Meets World. Yeah. They don't want people going no, upstairs. Yeah. Now, they're not showing us the scenes that they're filming, but there's like naked girls in the hallways running. They're shooting this thing. It's all very guerrilla style. 
and then they just you know they kind of like they they uh, kind of put their ties up at the end and they walk through and everything's fine. No no uh, no interference, Success. no static. There was a couple scare moments again. Yeah. Uh, another flashback to or flash forward, fake flash forward, yeah. of him getting caught. You know he goes to date. He goes on a date with Danielle. He takes her to prom. She never went to prom. They fall in love even further. Oh shit! What happens? The video's gone. <laughs> now somehow Eli edited this video in eight in eight, in eight hours or less. <laughs> less than that. Yeah. Like they left prom probably yeah. like two a.m. <laughs> and the other thing is, I know we skipped over this, but why the hell didn't they just shoot it at the studio? Why did it yeah. have to be in the Hugo Posh probably has a luxurious set with multiple areas: the stage, a prom space. A classroom. He could have rented the damn school. Right. He has enough money. But Hugo Posh is all about reality. He needs to get the reality of it. Right? The other thing about Hugo, Hugo is why wouldn't they just, st- why wouldn't he just steal the idea? He stole Kelly's yeah. idea. Like, why do I need this? He needs the insider. He needs the high schooler. It's got to be believable. It's got to be the realest of the real yes. to the point where they almost get arrested real. Yes. That's how, That's how bad. But the tape gets lost. We find out Kelly found it. Kelly's got the tape, stole the tape, shows up to Matthew Kidman's house. This happens way too fast. Yeah. I felt like they rushed through it. I kind of <laughs> yeah. liked that part. It was awesome. I would like to see it unfold. Yeah. Shows up at Matthew Kidman's house. Calls the principal over. Threatens to show his parents the tape. Now, at this point, again, if you're a first time watcher of this movie, you don't know what was actually on the tape. You don't yeah. know that it was a sex ed video. They, they really right. kind of played the cards close to the chest. He's like, you know what? Screw it. I don't even care anymore. It's, it's whatever. No, I don't even care. Let me, let's just run by this real quick. It's risky as hell for Kelly to come back to that town, is it not? Yeah. After he just stole 30K. He robbed a bank. Yeah. He, let, he robbed a bank. Yeah. So now he comes back because he thinks that they stole his idea of high school kids helping at prom. So he's, 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 on, a, he's on a revenge mission right now when he already stole $30,000 from the school. This is the proof that he's an idiot. He's insane. He's insane idiot. Yeah. But he, he goes and shows the tape. He basically... He basically you know, what's his name? Emil Hirsch calls his Kibbins is like, screw it, show it. They right. show the tape, and unrealistically, the principal's like, the, the parents are, actually, we never really found out whether the parents were like supportive of that kind of lifestyle or not. They were very, just they even keel, they were they nice people. Open. You know, they seemed open. Parents love it. They're like, well, you know what, this is a great idea. This is, this is, it's, it hasn't been done before. Yeah, like, well, you know, it is a little outdated. I would have paid more attention at school if I was that, if the video was like this. Who the hell wouldn't? You know, making boobs. I mean, all the guys who, gonna be hooting and hollering. They're not gonna pay attention. They're gonna be too rowdy. You know what? They're gonna disrespect the women in the video. They're not gonna pay attention to it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it would be disrespectful. Yeah. I feel. But the the big climax of this film is them putting an, a piece of protection onto the real thing. You a know, without getting without without not, without getting too a wrong. Prophylactic on the member. Uh, yeah, on the member. <laughs> so. Long story short, the the principal winds up saying it's not bad. Uh, it's it's atrocious, but it's the only way to connect to kids. Takes us to the scene where Hugo Posh is on late night television show talking about how successful this is. This becomes the most successful sexual education film of all time, of all time, shown in all types of schools. making millions. Now, wouldn't this be illegal? The fact that it was filmed in a school. I mean, there's all kind of. There's all kinds you of. You better rules. hope there wasn't a minor in there. Oh man, I mean, did they they sign a photo release form? But did yeah, they check ID? Eighteen? I don't know. Maybe some of these kids are seventeen. I mean, this this could be. I mean, we're talking about federal prison here. We're talking about some like sex offender yes. list for life. It's a very risky maneuver on the part of Hugo Posh. How about the porn stars that agreed to do it? Yeah. They could be going to jail forever. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, they all live happily ever after. Kidman makes his millions, goes to Georgetown, goes to Georgetown, has a BMW, got the girl next door, kisses. Kisses Alicia Cuthbert, who will probably break up with him in the next couple of days. Now, let me tell you something about this movie. Go ahead. I love this movie. Oh, yeah. I, I know we just kind of not tore it to shreds, but just just examine it under the microscope. But I love this movie. There's not a lot of movies like this. I love the, I love the feeling I, I get when I watch it. It just it, it's kind of like a like it's like a high school comedy. It's like American Pie. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like a, a lump it in the teen sex comedy type yeah. situations. And people knock it because it's too much like American Pie. It's too much like this. No, you know what? This is a good movie that kind of flies under the radar. Yeah, I feel like this is I feel like this is a good movie and people don't respect it. Probably. I don't even know if anyone's actually seen this movie. I've seen it. You've seen it. A couple people that wrote in have seen yeah. it. I feel like people should watch it. It's a good movie, and I feel like you'll be entertained if you watch it. Absolutely. If you have an open mind. Yeah. Now, uh, one of our favorite... We always joke about this this nonverbal cue in this movie, and this will actually be the the picture for a title on our, on our website, thelastrowpodcast.com. The scene where 
they watch the the sex ed video and Kelly Timothy Oliphant finds out that he actually that Emil Hirsch actually pulled one over on him. Yeah. He does this smirk and a grin, kind of like a you son of a bitch. <laughs> now you'll have to see the picture to know what I'm talking about, moment. and we will post it. It'll be on there. It's the best nonverbal cue in movie history. There I said it. <laughs> Give him the Oscar. Take all your great actors, throw them to the side. Timmy nailed this you son of a bitch grin. <laughs> I've never seen it done like that before. He did a damn good job. One of my favorite side characters ever. Um, you know, again, I love the movie, I love the characters, but Let's go on to the next segment. So time to wrap this thing up here. We're running a little bit. Wrapping it up, we're going to have a game. I'm going to test your knowledge, Drew. <laughs> All right. It's a simple question. The question is, is this name a porn star or a professional wrestler? <laughs> oh, my God. Test your knowledge. Let's see. The lines are blurred here, Drew. They're, you're, you're this holding, is not going to be easy. You're holding that note card over there, a little secretive over there. Yes. Put a lot of research into this. I... Happen to know these names. No. <laughs> You're an expert. I'm an expert. I knew the wrestling names. The porno names, most of them I had to Google. And, did, you, um, did you spend any time on any... <laughs> I, 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 incognito mode, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right down to it. Simple question. Porno star or wrestler? Pro wrestler. I'm ready. Starting with Summer Ray, Spelled oh R-A-E. I have no idea. I don't... Uh, wrestler. Wrestler, correct. It really? Yes. All right. You're one of Success. Next on the list, Lillian Garcia. <laughs> you did a good job here of picking like very <laughs> ambiguous names. Uh, I'll say adult film star. Wrestler. She's actually the uh, ring, she's the ring announcer. Oh really? Yes. I don't see. I don't follow wrestling <laughs> that much anymore. She's very attractive. <laughs> um, Maybe she has some films. Mickey James. Oh my God, that sounds like a wrestler. Wrestler, former Divas I champion. I feel like I know that name. That sounds like a wrestler. Former Divas champion, Mickey James. Next. Dakota Sky. S-K-Y-E. That's with an E? S-K-Y-E. The E gives it away. That's a film star. That's total porno. It's with yep. the E. If it wasn't if it wasn't an E on the end. Now, Drew, you're three and one right now. <laughs> I feel Is pretty that good, good or about bad? This. I don't know. I mean, most of them are wrestlers, so I feel okay about that. Ryan Ryans. <laughs> <laughs> Porto or wrestler? Give me the spelling on the on the name here. That's why. R Y. R Y. Ryan Ryan. Ryan Ryan's. Man, I I'm gonna say wrestler. Female adult film star. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> three and two. Xander Corvus with an X. Oh, that's definitely a that's definitely a total a, a uh, film star, right? Total porn star. It's gotta be. Yep. Sounds like a vampire. Alright. Xander. How about Lance Storm. <laughs> Lance Storm? Lance Storm. Oh my god. No why at Lance. I mean it's no Lex Steel, but uh it's it's gotta be adult film star. ECW wrestler. Really? Lance Storm? ECW I feel bad. I'm wrestler. letting all our wrestling yeah. fans down here. I feel bad. Max Moon. <laughs> Is it two X's? No. What Just X? one X? Yeah. That's a wrestler. Nah, you got it. Is it? Got the loophole on that I'm telling one. you, you. It's a wrestler. If, we got the formula here. If there's two <laughs> of a letter, it's got to be a film, adult film star. Johnny Polo. <laughs> Porn star or wrestler? <laughs> Johnny Polo? Johnny Polo. Film star, I don't know. Wrestler. Really? Formerly, also known as Raven. Better oh, known as okay. Raven. Well, I know Formerly. Raven. His alter ego before was Johnny Polo. I didn't Johnny know Polo. Johnny Polo there. <laughs> That's awesome. Great right. job on that one. Robbie Piper. Robbie Piper? Not Roddy Piper. Not Roddy Piper? Robbie Piper. Robbie? R-O-B-B-I-E. Piper. Not with a Y. No. Oh, God. Film star? Film star. All right. Uh, male. Male film star. <laughs> I don't know, because Robbie could be a girl, too, yeah. right? Roberta? Sparky Plug. Plug is two Gs. All right. That's a film star. Total wrestler, really? Also known as Hardcore Holly. Damn it! They, <laughs> God, man, you pulling the you pulling the tricks out. All right, on this two one. more, two more, and we're out. All right. Tony Rebus, R I B A S. Is it T O N I or T O N Y? Tony Rebus. Rebus. R I B A S. Rebus. Oh, like ribus? Ribus? Like ribos? Uh, I'm film star. Film star, correct. All right, that's a guess. I didn't know that one. Last. Val Venus. <laughs> Both. Correct. <laughs> it was a trick question. question. 
Hello, ladies. Both a film star and a, and a porno. Valvianus, hello, he, ladies. Now, was he actually a film star or was it the background? I'd like to think it's both because wrestling's real, damn it. Yeah, it's real with me, damn it. Bonus points. What was his finishing move called? Oh, my God. I... I can't remember. It's been too long, man. You got to tell me. Tell me. The money shot, man. Yeah, I can't. The I, money shot. I'm letting everybody down today. <laughs> All the wrestling fans. I, I'm, I'm really disappointed. Listen, in my... you finished a very respectable eight, eight and six. I feel pretty good. I'm Not above five hundred. There, you're above five hundred. I'm above five hundred. That was a great game. Good work. You, you always bust out Thank the you. great games. Thank you. You don't disappoint with your porno <laughs> slash wrestling knowledge. Hopefully, that doesn't reveal too much about <laughs> me. But, you know. We try. We try on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you enjoy the show, stay tuned for more. We're going to be doing this for quite some time, as we always say. Let us let us know what movies you guys want us to watch next. You can find us at thelastrowpodcast.com. Send us an email at thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at thelastrowpod. Look for us on Facebook, Google+, and like we said before, we got a voicemail. If you want to leave us one, it's 415-779-LAST. 415-779-5278. And again, if you really, really enjoy the show, please head on out to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We really appreciate it. Um, and uh, that's all for now. So we'll, we'll play you out with, with the voicemail that we got from a, 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 one of our listeners named Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Thanks for Dave. writing. We'll see you guys next time. See you. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Dave. Uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Love the show so far. Uh, just wanted to touch upon two things that I've um, kind of noticed when it came to the podcast. One, uh, pretty disappointed that Betamax, or I'm sorry, Baymax, <laughs> the the, uh, the robot from Big Hero 6, uh, missed out on your rankings for the robots. So I feel like you should have been on the list. And uh, secondly, your Fast and Furious podcast. Um, when it comes to double clutching, it's just a technique to make sure that you match your revs to your shift change. Um, so it's typically used when you're downshifting to make shift changes smoother. Car doesn't look forward afterwards then. So keep up the great works. Love the show. And uh, looking forward to the next episode. Thanks. Bye, guys.